Hey guys! This week we are going to provide the logical continuation of what has been introduced in the previous session. In the previous session we have introduced a little bit what is React.js, what's the difference between React.js and AngularJS, how does it work with AngularJS, what is Virtual DOM and how does it work. Guys, we did not forget to thank Devalando, which is covering all this learning process and makes your learning process simple but at the same time productive. As stated during previous course, React is a JavaScript library which is all about reusable components and is made with the goal of building components. Components are developer-created React elements which contain both structure and functionality and they make up the larger part of user interface. Today we are going to go a little bit further and investigate what are the React components, elements and instances. The difference between React components, elements and instances confuses many React beginners. So why are these three terms referred to something when it's painted on screen? Let's begin with managing instances. If you are new to React, guys, you probably worked only with component classes and instances before. For example, when you declare a button by creating a class. When the app is running, you must have several instances of this component on screen, both with properties and local state. This is the so-called traditional object-oriented UI programming. Why are these elements? In this traditional UI model, it is up to you to take care of destroying and creating child components. If a form component wants to render a button component, it needs to create an instance and manually it keeps up to date with the new information. Each component instance has to keep a reference to its DOM node and to the instances of the children component, create, update and destroy them whenever time is right. So how is React different? First point is that elements describe the tree. This is where the React elements come to rescue. An element is an object describing a component, instance or DOM node and its desired properties. It contains only information about the component type, for example, the button, about the component properties, for example, its color and on the child elements inside it. Let's talk about a DOM element a little bit. When an element type is a string, it represents DOM node with its tag name and props correspond to its attributes. This is what React will render. Note how elements can be nested. By convention, when we want to create an element tree, we just uh, specify one or more child elements as the children prop of their containing element. What's important is that both child elements and parent elements are just descriptions, they are not actual instances. They do not refer anything on the screen when you create them. You can create them, you just drop them and nothing matters. Let's talk about component elements. However, an element can also be a function or a class corresponding to a React component. This is the core idea of React. An element describing a component is also an element, like an element which describes the DOM node. When designing interfaces, break down the common designed elements into reusable components with well-designed interfaces. That time, when you want to build a UI, you write much less code. This means fewer bugs, fewer bytes down the wire. Let's talk a little bit about the use of RxJS with React. At first sight, RxJS is a blown-up loadage, but for dealing also with the sync. With a few simple operators, you can implement Redux-like slate machines, schedule animations, or deal with any type of events. To summarize our course, it's of utmost importance to note that one of the great things is that React manages all your using components. However, just like all systems that manage things for you, it may seem difficult to understand what's going on there. But happily, React is just a JavaScript under the hood. So if you do not want to dig into how it works, it could be easy to figure out how to do so. Happy digging! 
And guys, I hope you liked everything you have seen during this course. Don't forget to like us. And if you would consider new opportunities in Devalandu, looking forward to your CVs at career at devalandu.com. I'm pretty sure we will find something interesting for you. So now we have our local server running. Let's do some changes on source code and see how it modifies. I'm going to open the project in the Sublime text. Here it is. We are opening a Sublime by terminal. As I've mentioned during previous course, we should push all courses to separate brands. So let's create the first one by typing git checkout b tutorial one. Good. As you can see, git says we are on branch tutorial one. Okay. So here is my code editor opened. It's right on the file index.html. Yes, you see it. Here we see simple DOM structure. HTML tags, head tags, etc. And a script tag which refers to app.js file. This file holds compiled JavaScript files for entire application. Little further, we will have multiple JS files under src directory. Here grunt tasks take all that file, put them all together and make them available in browsers through app.js file. Whenever you visit to web server a local host port 9000, this is the file which is running. So I can add some changes in this file. Save. And here you see the changes appearing on the page. Here guys you see the text same changes. As you can see guys we have some files here in our boilerplate. So let's do some changes in one of them. We are changing file here. As you see and I'm moving on. Tap back over my Chrome browser, refresh the page and you see some text here. This existing JavaScript code is just an example. In order to make it easy to start, I'm going to delete all and start from scratch. Mm, here I'm deleting here. App.jx, index.html files, images and style directories are required by our boilerplate so we leave them untouched. Just let's make empty app.js file. So what is React actually? React is a JavaScript library which is used to produce HTML. When we write React code, we write individual components or views. So whenever we think views or components, we think something that produces HTML. A component is a JavaScript function collection which produces HTML. That's enough for components, guys. Let's write one of them. So let's divide our working process into small pieces and at first we're going to create a component, then we are going to show it on a page. React doesn't put component on the DOM automatically. So we have to say like, OK, React, take this component and insert it to the DOM. So we have two simple steps here. The first one, creating a component. And the second one, inserting it on the DOM. Just a note, guys. The code that I'm writing 
will not work because the purpose is to start the process step by step so you can understand easily. Here guys I'm typing constant app equals function and here I'm typing return div So guys, if you are familiar with JavaScript, you can see that nothing really crazy here. Just a function which returns HTML code. Yes, HTML. This may sound pretty weird. So let's understand what is really going on here. At the beginning, it is a new ES6 or ECMAScript 6 piece of syntax. It is something similar to variable. The only difference is that it defines a variable, the value which cannot be changed or updated. Further in our lessons, you will see more than from ES6. Do not think guys, we are hiding them. We will observe everything thoroughly. Next, function. Nothing crazy here. Just a normal JavaScript function which returns HTML. But as we know, we can't return HTML in JavaScript. Well, the HTML is returning here known as JS6. JS6 by default cannot be interpreted by the browser. One of the purposes of our boilerplate is to transpire JSX code and make it understandable for the browser. JSX also can be nested into each other just like normal HTML code. So that I can write something like this. Hello world. You see here guys. If we save this, flip back to our browser and refresh, we will see that the empty page of course because we haven't done the second step. So let's go further and finalize the second step. Now we have our component and seems like the last thing we need is to show it on the page. So in order to insert the component into the DOM, we use render method. And here guys I'm typing react.render-app. Let's see what's happening here. Save this. Flip open the browser. We are inspecting the code. And here we see. Hey guys, no panic. We have error here. If we look close to render code, you can see that we got React here. But there is no anything in this file that defines React. And as far as we know, we have not implemented React in our index.html file. Here is the index.html file. Well, as we are using ES6, we have access to JavaScript modules. Here in this file, all the code we write is separated from other files and libraries that we are using in this project. So in order to access them into this file, we need to import them. This is pretty straightforward. Just one line of code which explicitly says, hey, go and bring React here so that I could access it into this file. And I'm coding here, import, React from React. It's too easy to understand. It just goes and finds React from project dependencies and assign it to React variable. Let's see what's happening there. Save this. Flip open the browser, refresh, and here again we see the error. 
Okay, let's flip back to our code again. So we have React imported to our file, but React library itself is divided into the two big parts, React Core and React DOM. So assume React Core creates components and performs HTML producing. React DOM puts them to DOM. That's why we need to import also React DOM. We type import React DOM from React. Okay, let's save it and turn to our browser. Looks like the prover error has been fixed but brings new one. Well, but what is the problem? We have created a component rendered to DOM by using React DOM. An error message says, instead of passing the component, make sure to instantiate it. It means we have class defined which can produce instances and React DOM needs an instance of component, not a component class itself. Instantiating is pretty easy. As we use JSX, we can wrap component name into HTML brackets and as it's a single element, we can wrap it into itself closing tags. This is a valid JSX code. Doing so, we get an instance of our component. Let's see what's happening. Save this, flip open the browser, refresh, and we see the error. The right target container is not a DOM element. So what's going on here? This is because we ordered React DOM to render our component, but we haven't told React DOM where to put it. So this can be fixed really easy, just by passing existing DOM element instance to our render function a second argument. So we can write so, like guys, document, dot query, selector, hashtag container. Save this. Flip open browser, refresh, and we see all working as expected. That's it. Here we see hello world text. Thanks, guys. Have fun. And guys, I hope you liked everything you have seen during this course. Don't forget to like us. And if you would consider new opportunities in Devalando, looking forward to your CVs at career at I'm pretty sure we will find something interesting for you.